So let's let's get this going, okay? Because this weekend, the President Biden took a trip to Saudi Arabia, in part to negotiate for cheaper oil. But the very moment, first moment he met with Saudi uh, Crown Prince, is making all the headlines because they greeted each other with a fist bump. Which- Maybe I should have warned you I was going to start with Whoopi. Maybe, you know what? You know what? That's on me. That's 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 my fault. I'm sorry, everybody. You know, maybe maybe I got to start with some kind of generalized warning. Ah! We're about to talk to Whoopi Goldberg or hear from Whoopi Goldberg. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. I think I think that should be clear. And yes, Biden, when he met with uh, the Saudi crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, MBS, as they call him, it was a fist bump. He wasn't going to shake hands with him, but he did fist bump. I don't know what to tell you. He's worried about COVID. Somebody said something to him. Is it, it's, it's now clear to everybody that he's not okay. It's clear to everybody that he's not okay. And I was talking about the fact that the Bidens are super unhappy that people aren't giving Joe credit for doing all these great things. Why isn't he getting more credit? He's so terrific. The, the headline what was it? Joe Biden critiqued for fretting about Joe's tenure. Um, he's not good at this. He's never been good at this. It's all been a lie. It's all been a scam. He wasn't a good senator. He was not. He's not a good. He wasn't a good vice president. He's not a good president. He's a he's a progressive uh, fool, and we don't know whether or not he's mentally okay. And that's on you, Jill. That's on you. Oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Jill. That's on you. I should play the proper music when talking about a Dr. Jill. There it is. Anytime you bring up Dr. Jill Biden, you got you to gotta do it right. Meanwhile, Whoopi Goldberg, she's got a lot to say about Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia. Which many felt was inappropriate since the prince is accused of approving the murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi, among other human rights violations. Khashoggi was not a journalist. Yes, the man was assassinated. I'm not saying no. Not a journalist. If this is going to be the one thing that the left talks about, never mind all the other things Saudi Arabia has done or does, weird, weird flex. You got to live in the real world and you have to deal with Saudi Arabia. As I've said, we should have dealt with Saudi Arabia after September 11th and we should have absolutely obliterated 10 or 15 palaces with princes in them and whoever was left, that would be in charge of the country and then we'd buy their oil. Because you still have to live in the real world. But I also would have started engaging a lot more energy security right there and then. But no, 10, 15 palaces, boom, bop, bip, gone. What are you going to do? Hey, these things happen, right? Planes fly into buildings. Palaces, they end up on the ground. You know what? It's the way of the world. Now, let's make sure that doesn't happen again. Or let's hope. Let's, let's pray. Let's pray. Huh? What do you say? That would have been me. Back to Whoopi Goldberg. And I, I, it's so amazing to me because we, you know, 
we do this often. We say we're not going to talk to these people, we're not going to do it, and then suddenly you're having to figure out how you converse with them mm -hmm. because you've got to deal with them. But I just wanted to read something someone handed me, which was unfortunately sometimes you have to make decisions. That was me. I did just say that. Uh, he didn't have to go to Saudi Arabia, however, to find a country that's violating human rights or a country that's opposing women because plenty of states that we live in are doing the same thing, remove protected rights from women, mm. disallowing them control over their bodies. The overturning of Roe v. Wade makes us like Saudi Arabia is one of the more ignorant arguments made. That doesn't make you like sly or cool or hip or oh look at you you must you must be a hit at the at the at the salon wow the must have a permanent seat at the Algonquin you sound ridiculous the rational course on Roe v Wade is that it had to be overturned because it was poorly decided to begin with you want to pass a law go to it. The people who defend Roe v. Wade defend poorly reasoned logic, non-logic, poorly reasoned decisions. And they're like, well, as long as we get what we want, we don't care. You're willing to sacrifice the Constitution for your radicalized ideology. Messed up. Oh, of course I think less of you. I mean, it goes without saying. I certainly think less of those people. You compare the United States, states in the United States to, to Saudi Arabia, you're confused as can be. I mean, you're, you're just a big hot mess. Meanwhile, uh, the story now is about, in Indiana, uh, uh, the Attorney General, Todd Rokita. So you got Todd Rokita investigating the doctor. You know, we're talking about the 10-year-old who was raped, pregnant, didn't have the abortion in Ohio. They brought her to Indiana to have the abortion, although she could have gotten the abortion in Ohio. But the Ohio laws, which went into effect after the overturning of Roe v. Wade, these trigger laws, leave open the question of whether or not the abortionist could have been in violation of the law. Now, some people say absolutely not. The, the carve-outs are specifically for moments like this. I read it. I'm not a lawyer. But I would argue that if you're a doctor who was asking a question about this, would you do it? And most probably you'd be like, nah, let somebody else do it. I'm not going to risk my license over this. That is what happened with a lot of doctors and the DEA, which I will say clearly acted and has acted despicably towards doctors who prescribe pain meds. Going after doctors prescribing pain meds. Oh, you're prescribing too much. We don't like this. Basically threatening the, the, the licensure of doctors. So doctors are like, forget it. I'm not prescribing any pain meds. Thank you. Goodbye. And you saw this from people. I certainly saw on the political left. I assume you might find on the political right. Better that people live in pain. Why do you have to prescribe this or, or that? Why do you have to do this? Maybe, maybe you just take an aspirin. The argument that people should live in pain because some doctor is overprescribing is criminally insane. One person is taking too many pain meds, overdoses and dies, so my mother has to live in pain? 
That's ridiculous. That's an, a nonsense argument made by pseudo-intellectuals who hate people. It's the only reason to do it. Because nobody wants somebody else to be living in pain. And if you want them to because, you know, just too many pain meds, you don't really need all of that. Just put some ice on it. You'll be fine. Well, better a little bit of pain than being addicted. <laughs> That's hate. That's not me somehow downplaying addiction. That is me being disgusted by people who think others should live in pain, and it's super fine. The DEA did this. And there was a very important Supreme Court uh, ruling that came out this past session. I'm forgetting the name of the ruling. I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, that really takes to task those people who are going after doctors and saying, look, if a doctor's prescribing, a doctor's prescribing, you can't just decide they're over-prescribing. And I'm hoping this leads to doctors being able to do what is actually best for their patients. In this case of the doctor who performed the, the, the abortion, we know now, never mind that original reporting from the Indy Star, which was, which was bad reporting, and very, very open to questions, and, and I asked some of those questions, and I apologize to no one. But we know that this doctor did um, file the proper paperwork because it's a child and, and there's a rape and you have to let the authorities know, and did that in the proper time frame. I believe it was three days. Did that in the three days. One of the things that also happened is that the doctor said that the rapist was a minor. According to, to the reporting, not a minor was 27. That's not a minor. Why would you put there a minor when they're not? The Attorney General, Todd Rokita, is launching an investigation and went on Fox News and talked about the investigation. Did he jump the gun on Fox? I honestly, I think that is a question of perception, right? I think that if you said, I think he jumped the gun, I think you're allowed to say that. If you're like, no, he was just talking about the, the investigation. And then more information came out the next day. He dealt with the information he had at the time. I think you could say that too. I argued that the Indy Star jumped the gun in, in putting this story out without having it properly, in my view, vetted. This is why I asked about their vetting process. If I had, if, if I hear on this show was going to tell that story as the Indy Star did with just that little bit of, of backup, I think I would have heard from my legal department. I think I would have heard from the station's legal department, hey, 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 hey. How can you do that? I think my program director would have been like, we got to talk. You can't go out there with that story. What? You, one doctor and you, you have no backup? What are you doing? I'd be curious to see how other journalists... I shouldn't say other. I would curious to see how journalists would view that. Me, I'm not a journalist. But I think I, I would have held myself to a standard, and I think my company would have held me to a standard. So I think people can have opinions on, on Rokita. They, they think he jumped the gun. They think he didn't. I think, I think you, you can make arguments. I'm not going to say no. What's interesting is that Lauren Rebell, who served as dean of the IU Maurer School of Law from 2003 to 2011, the story uh, over there at IBJ.com, sent a three-page letter to the Indiana Supreme Court Disciplinary Commission asking it to look into Attorney General Rokita and the declaration that he was investigating the doctor uh, in question. 
saying if he can throw the entire weight of his office without consequence to attack the doctor, he can do so to any to target any private citizen with whom he disagrees. Now, the question before us is, does the attorney general have the purview of investigating someone like this? Because he isn't investigating someone willy-nilly. He's investigating someone who's put themselves out front and center in a very controversial subject and possibly did not file things properly. We know that in terms of a, a, of a timeline of when you have to file that this, this rape occurred, that was done properly. It was done within the three days. But was the report itself done properly? Well, that's a different question. Does the attorney general, does this fall under their scope? Because if it falls under their scope, isn't the person who's trying to throw their weight around the former dean of the IU Mauer School of Law? This this seems like retribution. How dare you go after an abortion doctor? I love abortion doctors. Here, I'll utilize my former title to try and get something done about you. That's how it plays. That's how it plays. Rokita goes after the doctor, and some people are like, yeah, and some people eye roll. And now you've got uh, uh, the, 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 the leftists of the IU Mauer School of Law going after Rokita, and some people go, yeah, and some people eye roll. I, uh, I, I, I don't have an answer to the first question, which I think is an important one, and I, I will let uh, lawyers tell me. Is it in the purview of the attorney general to take a look into whether or not a doctor acted appropriately? If it's within the purview, that's it. We're done here. You don't have to like it. The way you show you don't like it is by voting for somebody else. You want him investigated? How dare you investigate our people? We investigate you. Man. This is why people tune out. Don't don't think that you're moral. I don't know if it's Robel or Robel, so, so forgive me, but please don't think that you're moral here. If you want to talk about utilizing the entire weight of an office without consequence and target any private citizen with whom uh, he disagrees, can we discuss Department of Justice referring to parents as domestic terrorists? Where were you on that? We've seen this. Time and again and again, the Department of Justice is uh, got a warrant against Jeff Clark, who was there uh, with Trump uh, post uh, the election and working on uh, ways to fight the election results. And his house has to get searched down to the point where he's not allowed to put on pants. He's ordered out of his home without pants. Any uh, any issue with that? No. Are right. Are you sure you wanna you want you wanna take a moment? You wanna take a breath? You wanna take a beat? Do I think that that Rokita's investigation is worthy? I don't get worked up by investigations. I don't know. I will tell you that there's something there that is worth investigating, which is how do you say that somebody's a minor when they're not? And have you made that mistake before? Now, 
This is not a conversation about performing an abortion. This is a conversation about how you listed what happened. Not a minor. Based on everything we know, not a minor. So why would you say they were a minor? And if you've done that more than once, can we say that it's possible you're doing that for some kind of reason? And maybe we can find that unacceptable? And maybe that is something worthy of disciplinary action? Lying on official reports? There could be a reason for an investigation. Honestly, I think this is just uh, a lot more um, political bantering amongst political chattering classes than it is anything that affects Hoosiers. Hoosiers are wondering what it is the General Assembly is going to do about abortion in Indiana. We still don't have that answer. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.